0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And good morning. Time once again for Nature Notes with Jim Gilbert here on 830 WCCO. Brought to us by Cardinal Corner and By the Yard Patio Furniture. We'll talk to Jim in just moments. I want to talk a little bit about uh, my friends Pam and Lee at Cardinal Corner. We've been chatting about uh, those good folks for six, seven years now. Have you been there yet? Well, as I've told you, there's so much more than just a bird seed store. In fact, they just received a shipment of beautiful craft glass bird baths. They almost look like a flower. And they come in purple, amber and white, speckled glass, and a blue-pointed bowl. Now, the birds love splashing around on these new bird baths. You've got to see them for yourself. Cardinal Corner also has hanging teardrop glass art balls that should be beautiful when they catch all the sunlight. Cardinal Corner, of course, the freshest bird seed around. You'll find the freshest bird seed at Cardinal Corner, right there. Monthly newsletter, have you subscribed yet? All kinds of tips and stories, just subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. Stop in, I urge you to do that. See Lee and Pam in West St. Paul, Butler in South Robert, Amy's at the Newport Center. Here's the phone number, 651-455-6556. Or again, online at cardinalcorner.com. Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store. Good morning to you, Jim Gilbert. Good morning. Sixty-five is the official temp. 6.5. All
1: mm-hmm. right. And do you know? Do you have any idea how warm it got yesterday?
0: I don't have a, uh, a final. I I think it did hit ninety in some parts of CCO land, but I don't have an official high for the okay. Twin Cities. We'll, we'll look into that
1: now. Okay. Well, I was just curious. I'm calling this morning from our cabin on the ridge above Lake Superior at Luton. It's fifty-seven and partly cloudy, and this is actually the warmest morning. In in the last few days, we've been mostly in the 40s, and our high temperatures have been in the 50s, and and I, we've been calling home and talking to our sons, and and they say, well, it was 90, yeah. you know, on, on on Friday and yesterday, I I didn't hear. I just our, our grandson Lonnie said it was hot, so I thought, well, it must have been really warm.
0: It was, and less humid today, so that's good.
1: Oh, that's great. Well, anyway. Uh, sunrise in the greater Twin Cities area, 528, sunset 854. Now it's interesting because up here the sunrise is about 505, and so we have a, you know, about, a little over 20 minutes more of, of daylight here. And, but the sunset time is the same. But today in the Twin Cities area we have 15 hours, 26 minutes of daylight. We have gained one minute of daylight since yesterday, nine minutes since last Sunday, and six hours and 39 minutes is the total amount of daylight gained since last December 21st, the winter solstice. We still have 10 minutes more daylight to gain by June 20th. And, of course, that's the the summer solstice and longest daylight period of the year when astronomical summer begins in the Northern Hemisphere. The normal high for today is 75. The normal low is 55. Records for today, June 4th in the Twin Cities, high 96. That was set 49 years ago in 1968. The record low is 38, and that was set in 1990, and again in 1998. The most rain we've ever received on this date in the Twin Cities is 1.92 inches. That was 137 years ago in 1880. Now, we're really fortunate to have long, a long period of, of records uh, for temperature and precipitation. That goes back to uh, Colonel Will Snelling uh, from, uh, just from the Twin Cities from Fort Snelling. And, and he said in 1819, let's write down the high and low temperatures. But we have this waxing gibbous moon that um set this morning at 3:16. Now I'm interested. Danny, did you see the moon setting this morning?
0: I did not. I did.
1: At <laughs> 3:16. But that's about your time to get up, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's, uh, it most definitely is. As
1: a of okay. That. Well, anyway, it will rise again this afternoon at 4:12 and the next our next full moon is this coming Friday, June 9th.
0: uh, Dennis just found out that 90 was the official high
1: yesterday here in the 20s. 90 yesterday, so we had two 90s in a row. How about that? Oh, thank you. Now we can get that out. Yes. That's especially interesting to the people up here along the North Shore. Well, um, as I said, lots of neat things happening outdoors. The black locust trees are seen with big clusters of fragrant pea-like white flowers. They hang down these clusters, and some of these trees are... 40 feet taller, taller. They have this superb, you know, just a, a really neat fragrance. Also having a great fragrance are the diminutive greenish wild grape flowers, which most people don't notice, but if you know what a grape leaf looks like, look around right now and you see these tiny flowers where there'll be grapes that you can pick, uh, these wild grapes. It will be ripe uh, sometime in August, usually, usually by the second week of August. Honeybees forage in white clover blossoms in our lawns. With the warm hot, or warm to hot temperatures lately, uh, lake temperatures are expected to warm up into the 70 range. Now, if they hit 70, and many of them have already, that's the minimum for safe swimming. Julie Brophy from Victoria reports that the green frogs, the banjo twangers, have begun calling from ponds. Both painted turtles and large snapping turtles lay eggs on dry land. So they've been coming up lately. I've seen them. And be sure to watch for them. Uh, They cross roadways, and of course, they can't move real fast. And uh, don't run over them. Be careful. Oh, I don't even know where to start with all the things today. Uh, There's, um, I guess maybe what I should say is that uh, I've been teaching this class titled Spring phenology, that's, you know, how things are happening or when things are happening in the field. Um, We've been looking at wildflowers, looking at trees, looking at all kinds of other things. But it's part of... I've been doing this for for two days at North House Folk School in Grand Marais. We had 10 just fantastic students. They're, They're all adults. And we've had lots of laughs, but we also have learned a lot together. But I just uh, make make a comment on a couple of things here. Uh, We've been observing the lush greenness of the forest areas. There's this bright, light green of the newly leafed quaking aspens and paper birches and other deciduous trees and shrubs with the dark green of the evergreens. And that evergreens like spruces, the pines, the balsams, and the white cedars. Now, this makes a beautiful patchwork of greens in with the wild. And all, all these different greens, the light green or the dark greens or the evergreens. And then besides that, we have the white flowers or the surface berry trees and shrubs and pin cherries. So that the landscape here is, is simply beautiful. And then you look out at the, at the lake like I'm looking at right now, Lake Superior, all these different tones of, of blue. Canada mayflower is one of the wildflowers we saw. We saw uh, quite a few others, bunchberry, northern bluebells bird's-eye primrose, and right now uh, the wild blueberry shrubs are blooming. And we got into looking at lichens. This elegant sunburst lichen became one of our favorites. You see it on the rocks here. It's just this beautiful orange color. And the gray reindeer lichen, just to name a couple of them. We Yesterday, um, ending our last hike, we were able to uh, call in Ruby-crowned kinglet and golden-crowned kinglet, so we can see the differences. We can just see them very close. White-throated sparrows we're seeing. Many, many of the of the uh, warblers we're seeing. So it's, it's been uh, a grand time here in this area uh, looking and discovering about, you know, just what's going on. That's what, that's what phenology is all about.
0: Hey, Jim, we've got a a couple of uh, notes. One by email came from Paul and Fay, uh, southwest of Annandale. Uh, They said, in 1968, for a few years, we had a redheaded woodpecker. Hadn't seen one in 40 years. Then uh, one came to the sewage feeder twice today. This is about four days ago. So that came from uh, southwest of uh, Annandale. Thanks, Paul and Fay. And also, just this morning, a texter from Chatek, Wisconsin said, a red woodpecker at our feeding station this past Friday—only the second one we've seen in 15 years.
1: You know, so many people. Well, not not. You know, I'm we're not. I'm not talking about dozens, but but several people have called, and they're just thrilled to see the red-headed woodpeckers at their feeding stations. So uh, keep those feeders going, and watch out for the red woodpecker. They're they're not nearly as numerous as they as they were. In fact. Uh, people have been, you know, researchers have been studying them, and it's a feeling that uh, this decline is noticed all over the upper Midwest. And so to see them is it's just a real privilege.
0: I wow. should say, yes, indeed. Wow. Speaking oh, of a privilege, true. how about heading down 169 to that beautiful showroom at By the <laughs> yeah, Yard? Huh? Yeah, You've been there I a number know. of times, as I have. And uh, Jim and I love this patio furniture. It's a CCO Land company that we've told you about for many years. They make this furniture out of recycled plastic milk jugs, but it's very substantial furniture. Jim and I say that all the time. It's not going to blow away in any heavy wind or anything like that. <clears throat> but no. But, Jim, well, wouldn't you say their showroom has, well, it gives you so many ideas because they have, well, they've got, they've got one of everything
1: displayed there. Well, they have settings, too. Like yeah. What would it be like on a patio? What would you do <clears throat> if you had a pool? And you want yeah. something around a, a small pool or something
0: you don't have to yeah. imagine it they've got it kind of set up for you so they and they have a 20 foot tall tree that's all lit up there as well, yeah. but there's folding chairs, fire tables, uh ten different glider styles. but we urge you, Jim and I do to head down one sixty nine It's really a quick drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and still, as I said, it's still a family-run business. They've got planter boxes as well. And that, that list of things, you've got to see it. It just goes goes on and on. Uh, and you're going to be treated like you're one of the family as well. Just great folks there. Again, Jim and I urge you to get to the showroom just 20 minutes south of 494 and 169 on the east side of 169. And don't forget to look for the tree there, and tell them oh, Jim, Jim, yeah. Jim and Denny sent you there. It's it's yeah. just and you never you just add to it. You never have to replace it. Uh, this furniture you just keep adding pieces, and you're never going to see it fade. It's got a thirty five year warranty. Just great I stuff.
1: Just, I was just kind of moving ours around a little bit and cleaning off the tops of the tables because dust does collect on them in our area, and uh, we you know we make good use of it. We have a table in the front and and others. Yeah, oh, it's great. Oh, yeah. And fantastic. Ours is, and ours is all green. And, it,
0: and it's, uh, again, it's a CCO land company. Talk about a green company for sure. That's, That's right. by the yard. All right, Jim, what else do you have this morning?
1: Well, Keith Radle is from Faribault, and he is really interested in Eastern Bluebirds and, and works on a recovery program. He's put out 350 nesting boxes, but they're in pairs, so it's 175 nesting boxes. So there's two boxes, you know, 10 feet apart, and then you'll go maybe a quarter mile down the road and put two more and so on. So this goes on for over 50 miles between Faribault and Northfield. But he went and checked his boxes here the other day, and this is what he's found. Of 175, he doesn't expect bluebirds in each of the 350, but in the 175 because there might be You know, they don't want to be that close to one another. So there might be tree swallows in the other one. But he has 90% occupancy. This is unbelievable. So he's got, anyway, 40 eastern bluebird young have fledged so far. There are 233 chicks in the nest, young in the nest, 219 eggs. And so there's going to be a lot more of these eastern bluebirds, uh, thanks to the work of Keith Radel and, and others like him who, who run these bluebird trails. Ray and Marlene Simon live in kind of the same area. They're on the edge of, of Northfield, and they report it was 92 degrees in their yard yesterday. And they said that uh, the wild rose has been blooming there uh, since May 28th, and they've been seeing their first fireflies. Not many, but just, just a few in the evening since uh, the 27th of May. And they've been seeing a few monarch butterflies, and they keep checking, looking on on the milkweed to see if they can see any eggs, but no eggs laid so far. Irises and tall-bearded irises are blooming nicely in their yard, and they've been eating radishes and and leaf lettuce out of their garden. They've got really close to 25 species of birds coming to their feeding station, and I asked, asked them last night, I said, what's coming? Well, Baltimore's. Great catbirds, chipping sparrows, American goldfinches, to name a few. And the pileated woodpecker comes really often. In fact, there's a pair of them coming. They also say that they had a chickadee, a nest of chickadees that fledged, six young fledged this last Wednesday. So it's kind of amazing in these chickadee nests that there's so many young ones, you know, typical family, you know, five, six, seven, eight, like that. Uh, David and Mary Brislands live here on the ridge uh, at Lutzen. I talked to David on the phone last night, and he said, uh, like, we've, like we've noticed, the black flies are really bothersome at certain times, uh, especially when it starts getting warm warmer in the forest. And if you're in the thick forest, down by the lake, no problem. But in the forest, the black flies are out. But he says, the wild clematis has been blooming. Last couple of days. Uh, Canada tiger swallowtail butterflies are on the wing. Northern redstarts, morning warblers, chestnut sided warblers, northern perula warblers, white throated sparrows. These are some of the birds that are singing. So the, the sounds up here right now are beautiful, just beautiful music. And he's been watching a northern, a female northern perula warbler building her nest in beard lichen. Now, this is a this is this light green lichen that hangs down out of trees here in the north. It's called usnea in Latin. But they weave, get this lichen together, and it's hanging in a basket here. And then they put soft grass. She puts soft grass in there and weaves in this nest in the long beard lichen. What a sight. Do we have time for a little more?
0: Yes, we do, About a, about a minute or so.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, more white-tailed deer fawns are being born. People sometimes find them and think that they are abandoned. But most often, you know, 99% of the time, the mother will be back. So leave the fawn uh, where you find it, you know, unless it's in danger of, of, of something like that. But but uh, leave them alone, and the, and the mom will be back. Great catbirds and house finches come to Greer's now but not as many Orioles because the Orioles are involved in nesting and so they don't come quite as often maybe well, just do oops we no. are out of time well okay. just about
0: i just wanted to, there, there was a texter a couple of them. maybe we can do a real fast uh texters said they spotted a coyote in richfield this morning Oh, how about that one? And somebody, I don't know if you can answer this. Maybe you can. Uh, Pulled lots of invasive garlic mustard yesterday. Do we need to get the roots and all? Can we just pull it out? You know the answer to that, Jim?
1: I don't. Uh, I think, you know what? Here's the deal. I don't know if it's an annual or perennial. So if I only knew that I know what it is and you can pull it out, best wait for a rainfall and pull it out. and You should get everything. There you go. I I just simply don't know. We'll
0: ask our friends from the U.S. But anyway,
1: Baby common loons are are hatching here in the in the central and northern part of the state, and they ride right on the backs of their parents. And what a neat sight that is!
0: Well, Jim, enjoy that cool weather up there, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, one week from today. How about that?
1: Okay, look forward to that.
0: Thank you, Jim. Bye, bye for now. Bye, bye. Jim Gilbert, back next Sunday morning with more nature notes here on eight three zero WCCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at Play.it. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.